This episode of The Movie Men is brought to you by media sales consultant Tim DeArmond. Your source for daily traditional and digital marketing insights and advice. For more information, check out the link posted in the show notes below. Well, hey, and welcome to another episode of the Movie Men Podcast. That's right. The show you didn't know you didn't need until just right now. Um, but, you know, hmm. but we're happy to provide it anyways. Yeah. That's, yeah. Thank you for uh, tuning in or accidentally stumbling upon this and then mm-hmm. frantically clicking away, whichever whichever of those two happened. Or like literally just getting up from your electronic device and walking away. Yeah, yeah. Um, like just, just you know. not even like clicking the X in the upper right corner, just being like, it's not worth it. Leave it behind. Run. Thank you for subjecting your cat to us as you <laughs> left and gone to work and left your cell phone at home. <laughs> That's the worst. I hate that. I hate going to work and, and realizing you've left your cell phone. That's, oh, do, yeah. I guess it happens to more like some people just forget it more than others. Like, do you, does that happen to you a lot? I'm actually just curious. Um, no, no. Okay. I, I mean, I'd say it's only ever happened two or three times but i would say but when it does happen it's, it's that's, a pain it's a crisis oh, oh for yeah sure. that's it's life ending <laughs> um, yeah. um, um housekeeping that's the House- word i'm trying to think of mm. housekeeping yeah you're kind of the housekeeping guy i don't mean yeah i don't mean that in a way like you know baby i like are you're you good at, that i should clean up after you like what, what do you I, mean I, I i'm just saying i've never seen someone fold a fitted sheet the way <laughs> that you do it's an art i went to uh yeah it doesn't matter where i learned i think it's one of the i i it's you could say that it's one of the dark arts it's really like the only way the only way that you're (laughs) properly folding a fitted sheet and this is appropriate because of the episode but Mm. but the only way that you're properly folding a fitted sheet is Mm -hmm. like with with a ouija board tucked under your arm and like some kind of oh yeah there's no people listen people who can properly fold fitted sheets are tapped into some sort of oh dark magic i see what you're saying that should not be toyed with right it is yeah it's not easy and then eventually yeah. just kind of like the people who come stumble upon us by mistake you just put your arms up and walk away after a while we had a giveaway we sure we're did. Giving, we're, yeah, yeah, we're giving stuff away. Yeah. Um, just just like Stuart Little's biological parents did in the motion picture, um, <laughs> mm. which I found out. So there's a book, obviously. Mm. Did you know in the book, mm-hmm. little discrepancy between the book and um, and the movie? Stuart the Little book, dies. You no, know, in the book, Stuart is like Stuart's mom, mm-hmm. like the adopted mother, mm-hmm. is not actually her adopted mother. Hmm. So in in huh. in the in the book, Mrs. Little m- miraculously gives birth to a mouse. Oh. Stewart Stewart is biologically huh. a it's, little. It's like the curious case of Benjamin Button, but instead of like a elderly man as a child that was born, it was a mouse. No, it's it's more like not only is Mrs. Little playing hanky panky, but she's doing it interspecies. Hmm. Kind of, that's weird. Yeah. Anyway, How, back to know. the giveaway. 
I feel like I'm making you uncomfortable. That's fine. Yeah, go, go, so. yeah, go ahead. The giveaway. Yeah. So we're giving away some chocolate. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've got two winners. The first is uh, Marshall Beller. Yay, Marshall. Way to go. And Just Brady. Leave a, leave, a, oh. leave, a, leave a pause for the audio track that I won't end up putting in. Mm. I think that's enough They're of good. a pause. And, yep, yep. yep. And, and the other winner was oh, oh. Jasmine Ashley. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Way to, be, way to be winners. Way to be, I thought you were going to say way to be Jasmine Ashley. And I'm like, that's mm. applicable to one person. Eh, maybe um, two. You never know. Maybe two. There could be, yeah. a, there could be a second one out there. Yeah. Um, so what you need to do is hop onto Facebook mm-hmm. and uh, shoot us a message. Yep. And we will sort out how to get this chocolate into your Bellies. digestive tract. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, your bellies. Yeah, your upper and lower gastrointestinal. <laughs> Anyways, mm-hmm. um, so as uh, as the title of this podcast may have alluded to, we mm-hmm. review movies. Yes. Um, occasionally, sometimes we just talk about movies. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we get sidetracked. Um, well, mostly Pete gets sidetracked. I'm mm. I, I'm typically pretty. You know, I I like to just talk about films and do it in a very serious manner. Mm. Sometimes P- Pete gets a little. You know. But we we try to we try to hone them back in and, and keep them up and, and try to keep them appropriate. So what? you know oh. that's uh, huh. yeah yeah. Well, oh. we've had complaints. You know, oh. people people saying my kids were in the car and Pete dropped an f bomb and oh. stuff like that. I but, feel like it, if the first time listeners might not know how sarcastic that is. Right. So, anyways, um, we in in in. Um, in honor of the St. Valentine's Day Massacre, mm-hmm. uh, we are doing a romance film. Mm. Um, because nothing says, I love you, like a day named after a guy who killed a bunch of people. Um, that, that's that's not what it's named after. Sure it is. Um, so <laughs> no, we, we, we put out four options, and the option that won was Ghost. Right. You know, okay, so hang on. We used to, normally, mm-hmm. we sit and we go, well, and then this was an option that way. I feel like the people know what the options were. Oh, uh, yeah, true enough. They saw them, they didn't yep. vote for them, they mm-hmm. voted for ghosts. So let's cut to the chase. Ghost won. That's true. When, when like, listed championships are, li- like, named, they don't go, and these were, like, the four runners-up. Like, no one cares about them. It's no. who won the bowl, like, the, the dish or the won. bowl or whatever it was. And in this case, it's a horror film about pottery. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, it so, kind of is, really. It's, it's, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's, let's just jump into it. We'll go through sure. the plot of the film. If you Ooh. haven't seen this movie the hell's the matter with you go out and watch it yes if you have seen it we'll you know good job you don't you You're, don't need to do anything else but sit you, back you, relax and yeah, listen you've, you've you've made it just keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times right um that's important see in that okay sidetrack uh arms make sense to me if you're riding a roller coaster people mm-hmm. like flail their arm who like most roller coasters nowadays have got such an intricate strap you in system. Mm. Who's getting their leg up and outside of the roller coaster cart? Yeah, I mean, that seems are... for all of our contortionist friends riding roller coasters today at 
Six Flags, please yeah. keep your legs away from behind your head and <laughs> don't all the sc- other strange places that you can Don't scratch your yourself. ears with your feet during this ride, please, sir. Yeah, please. It's, it's ill-advised and freaky. Yeah. Um, so anyway, spoilers. We're going to, mm-hmm. I mean, we're going to read through the plot of the film. So if you haven't seen the movie and <laughs> you're upset about spoilers, mm-hmm. then, um, you know, I, I don't blame you. Mm-hmm. And maybe disappear for a bit. Go yep. go rent or buy or steal or look through your neighbor's window as they're watching Ghost. Mm. But find a way to view the film. Um, sure. And then and then come on back. Yeah. Because we want to have you. <laughs> um, so the film starts out. Sam Wheat, mm. which what is a an good unfortunate American name. name. What a great <laughs> See, name. We're, we're totally opposites here. You're like, mm, yeah, Sam Wheat. Wheat. No, I'm mm. I'm totally joking. It's There's pretty nothing, bad. Like, although that is the type of thing, like I that's that seems very stereotypical American to me, mm. right? Wait. Someone would be like, ah, wheat, wheat. Yeah, <laughs> a good strong American last name. It's like what? <laughs> you wheat is not American. That's not you don't you don't get you don't get to claim wheat. It's mm. not a game of settlers here. American. Um, Sam Wheat, a banker, and his girlfriend, Molly Jensen, mm. good American name, uh, a potter. Like a not like Harry like Potter? Not, no, not like Harry. Uh, uh, renovate and move into an apartment in Manhattan with the help of Sam's friend and co-worker, Carl Bruner. Mm. What a crazy apartment. Yeah. Like when the movie starts out, it's a total shit show. <laughs> like it's a, it's a big, uh, empty, ugly warehouse. It's got like spider webs and dead bodies and stuff and, like that well that's the thing it's not even that empty like there are like just statues and like random things covered in drapes and just trash everywhere like not even trash just like weird objects it's right yeah yeah this was this was a meth a meth joint i would i wouldn't even say that like it almost it's like it was haunted in some ways like it was just weird but a haunted meth joint right uh, but they fix it up and it looks pretty snazzy. It sure like did. It's a nice place yeah, when everything's about, said and done. They HGTV'd the crap out of that place. Yeah. Uh, one afternoon, Sam confides in Carl his discovery of unusually high balances in obscure <laughs> bank accounts. So they work for a right. bank. Sure. Like a big banking. And, and they're like they're like up in the offices. They're not like oh, yeah. tellers. They're not no. pushing pennies here. They're... Yeah. They're up managing accounts and, mm-hmm. and hedge hedge funds and hedge funds, Ponzi schemes, yeah. um, pyramid schemes, you, you name stuff it. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and uh, he decides to investigate the matter himself, declining mm-hmm. Carl's offer for assistance. Yeah, Carl's like, "Hey, okay. man, like, you get enough on your plate. <laughs> yeah. Let me do this. Let, yeah, let me look into this for you, mm-hmm. man. You're my friend." Mm-hmm. I love I, you. I helped you renovate your house. And Sam's like, no, it's okay. It's 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 kind of a it's kind of a personal vendetta at this point. Like I you know sure. I've been I've been working at it long enough. I gotta mm. see this thing through. Yeah. I can't just walk away from it. Right. That night Sam and Molly uh are attacked by a mugger. So they go to see a play is it, is it or Macbeth, a ballet. Yeah, Macbeth. Oh, it's Macbeth. Yeah, they yeah. go see Macbeth. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he makes a comment about how Molly likes the, men the in guys in type, yeah. yeah. Uh, they get attacked by a mugger, mm. who shoots and kills Sam in a scuffle before stealing his wallet. Right. 
Um, Sam sees Molly crying over his body and discovers that he is now a ghost, invisible and unable to interact with the mortal world. This is a it, really cool shot. So, yeah, it is. Because you, you, you see them scuffle. They're sort of in yep. like a doorway of an alley type thing. Yeah, something you, like you that. See them, you see them scuffle, and then you the camera cuts away to a shot of the street, and you hear a gunshot, mm-hmm. and you see the mugger go running. Yes. And you see Sam chase after him. Yep. Uh, ultimately, the mugger outruns Sam. Sam kind of gives up. Yeah. I think maybe Sam has a, like, really, what am I going to do when I catch him anyways? Yeah. I'm, um, sa- I'm safe. I, what's the need? Yeah. Yeah. Stops, turns around, heads back. But mm-hmm. as he turns around, you see, like, he kind of, he c- gets kind of like a queer look in his yep. in his eye. And he's like, what's... Yep you know and and so then the camera kind of shows you that molly is there crying and sobbing and 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 holding pressure on the bloody chest Mm -hmm. of sam yeah um and sam has this like i i mean existential crisis essentially look on his face of like yeah what am i you know what am i seeing what is like you know it's yeah. it's it's like when uh, it's like when Jennifer sees herself in Back to the Future Part Two and Ooh, faints, but this is like right. turned up a couple notches. Oh, this is not next just level. Yeah, you're not just seeing you; you're seeing yourself dead. Yes, right, and that's I mean disturbing. That sucks. I, yeah, it, to me, I feel like this is one of the best executed scenes f- for me, just because it's so emotionally gripping that. Swayze pursues this assailant and then you take this sigh of relief of whew like that was close I thought he was dead like that's I feel like this yeah. is going to happen and then the camera right. changes an the, angle and you're like oh yeah oh, you, well you hear the you hear the bang and you tense up but then you yes. see them both go running and you're like and you're oh going, well oh, oh, oh yeah you um, oh. uh, can I can I have you seen the, how many times have you seen this movie oh um four or five yeah have you have you ever upon any viewings like choked up at any point oh yeah 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 definitely this this scene for me i think was one of the first time i watched it i think i got the most choked up in this scene well because prior to this um like a lot of the character development that they've been doing is showing you just how crazy about each other these two are sure right and so it's it really is traumatic and awful it's mm-hmm. not like well you know we'd been going together for like a week and you know yeah no they just moved in together he mm-hmm. had he'd expressed con- like insecurity about the fact that any time things seem to start going good for him and all yes. kind of falls apart and he loses it so he's worried about losing her it's, and, it's really foreshadowed yeah and they love each other and mm-hmm. they've just had a conversation like like just, they're out of the they're out of the theater. Yeah, walking, having a conversation about how she's saying, "Let's just do it. Let's get married." Yeah, like um, they they hardly finish the conversation, and then Sleazebag McGee shows up. Yeah, well, and and it's kind of hinted at maybe at the scene that <clears throat> excuse me that Sam's been pushing for hmm. marriage. Right. Sam's been you know, and right. uh, and Molly's always kind of taking this. Ah, I don't really want to talk about it right now. Let's mm-hmm. talk about it later. Right. Let's you know. Um, and so all of a sudden Molly stances, no, 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 let's just do it. Right. Um, and, and, and the look in Sam's face, like Sam, Sam couldn't be happier. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, it did seem a little bit like Sam 
like maybe this situation, well, okay. We'll find out later that this situation could, well, yeah, I see it could have, it could have been avoided. Sure. Um, I, I think Sam kind of tries to play the hero a little bit. Hmm. Um, you know, like in, in the whole mugging situation, I feel like maybe he could have just given over his wallet and like he could have played this whole situation a little cooler. So, so walk instead me of th- trying to fend off the mugger. Yeah, and we'll we'll get into this later. But was the mugger like? Did he solely need the codes, or was he there to take down Sam? He just needed the wallet. That was yeah. his, his, just take the wallet. That's the only thing he was supposed to do. Okay. Right. Yeah. 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 Then I, I would agree. Yeah, he kind of takes on the role of a hero, and yeah. Yeah. Um, Molly is distraught in the days after Sam's death. For what sure, a baby. What a baby. As Sam remains close to her. This is <laughs> what? This is, this is this is this is really interesting. Okay. Um this is a film mm-hmm. about a love story where they spend most of the rest of this movie in the same room together. Right. Yep. But she doesn't know he's there. Right. And he's yep. unable to communicate with her like it's it's so like right. it, i don't know it just hit me the genius of a dynamic where she is sitting talking about th- like she's sitting talking to him right. right even though she doesn't know he's there and can hear him she's talking to him kind of in the mm-hmm. the comforting grieving way that people do right talking to him right. and they're like you know right. i really missed i really missed you today yeah, it's it's really tough without you. Yeah, like I miss. I'm um, gonna keep your Rolades just because it reminds me of you. Kind yeah, of the the kind the kind of talking you do when you don't really know what you think. You don't know. Mm. You don't really know if you think that they can hear you or if you if this is just kind of a self self soothing kind of thing. Um, but she's I, talking to him, I, and he's I, answering. Right. Yeah. He answers, but she can't hear him, and he knows she can't. Like, it, it's just so... Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the moments, some of the conversations between Sam and, like, the two-sided but still kind of one-sided right. conversations that, like, kind of like one-sided or, like, um, two-sided mirrors, like in investigation rooms where sure. where you can't see through the window, but the window can see you, and you can see and hear what they're saying, but they can't see and hear you. Like... Do you know what I mean? Kind of like that. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, I, and it was just this, so riveting. Yeah, it's an intimacy because they're always, you know, always together and always talking, but it's an isolated in- intimacy. Like, and right. that isolation makes it heartbreaking because they're always together, but they're not actually communicating to each other. Yeah. It's very one-sided. Uh, Carl comes over and suggests Molly take a walk with him. Sam, unable to follow, stays behind. This is the first glimpse that we get that Carl... Like, Carl says a couple of things here mm. that's just like, um, you know, come on, come on, yeah. Molly. You, like, you got to get out. You got to go do stuff. Right. And then he says, you're not the, you know, you're, <laughs> you're not the one that's dead. Kind of in this, like, like you got to keep living your life way. And, oh. and, and maybe I can kind of see how someone could, you know... But- but but it was That's, just a, it was just poor wording. That is poor wording, and yeah, as we see, it's a little fishy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
Um, moments later, the mugger enters the apartment in search of something. Mm. Um, which, yeah, so Sam's still there, and Sam's got this, like, the mugger's got a key. He uses right. a key to get in. Right. Um, and Sam's got this, like, just super confused. Right. How? Mm-hmm. Who is this guy? Like, like this This now all of a sudden goes beyond a random mugger. This guy knows where I live. Mm. Yep. Right? Yep. This is a bigger deal mm-hmm. kind of thing. Right. Um, uh, when Molly returns, Sam scares the cat into attacking the thug. He flees. Um, yeah, which is consistent with the cats can see things that humans can't sure. you know you're sitting on the couch and yeah, the, all of a sudden of the cat things beyond more than just the physical or what have you yeah yeah you're sitting on the couch and all of a sudden the cat jerks its head and looks at something and right. you know yeah. gets real freaked out and you're like what do you you know like there's nothing there <laughs> stu- stupid what do you yeah. you know but it's uh, it's patrick swayze um <laughs> it always is patrick swayze it's always it's always patrick swayze yeah um Sam follows the mugger into his Brooklyn apartment and learns mm. that the man's name is Willie Lopez. Ooh, Willie. Uh, and he was sent to, he was sent by an unknown party. So someone's hired him. Sure. Right. He's so a, basically yeah. he gets on the phone and he says, ah, oh, you know, I couldn't find the, couldn't find him. Yep. Right. I could, I, she came home. She came back. I couldn't, mm-hmm. you know, and you're like, oh shoot. Like what, you know, what's unfolding here? Who? Who which, is pulling which, the strings? So he there. got scared off by the cat, like scratching his face. This guy has blood on his hands; like he's already killed a human being. Did that really? Like, I'm not trying to be cynical here, but would a cat kind of jump scaring him and scratching him really make him leave, or would he just he, say, "I just need to get this book, and I will do"? Like, I'm just going to throw. You think the cat. you would have? You think yeah, you would have just killed Molly? Like just not necessarily, but like I'm just gonna throw the cat down the stairs and like lock Molly and like put her in the bathroom or something and just steal the book. Like, like at this point, who cares if he's been spotted in her apartment? Like he's killed a man. Why? Like why is he afraid in this situation? But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like you lose, you lose kind of the length of the film. <laughs> oh, <laughs> essentially, that, that's right? the only thing, right? Like the plot, plot point wise. arrives too early. Yeah. Um, uh, after leaving Willie's residence, Sam happens upon a parlor hmm. of the psychic Otome Brown, a charlatan right. pretending to commune with spirits of the dead, who mm-hmm. is shocked to discover her true psychic gift when she can hear Sam speaking. This is mm-hmm. a really funny scene. So Otome Brown is played by Whoopi Goldberg. Very well. Yeah. Um. And it's a really funny scene because she, yeah, up until this point, she's a total sham. A quack. Yeah. Um, And so interesting, like, bizarre coincidence that it turns out she actually does have the gift. Right. Which apparently she has some pedigree, like her mother or grandmother had a gift, so it's not totally out of left field but it is kind of funny like it's the only thing she knows how to do but she doesn't actually know how to do it kind of thing exactly so no a super funny scene because she's there you know she's there he doesn't know that she can hear him Mm -hmm. no because he thinks she's a sham 
Sure. He's watching her scam this this other client. Yep. Right? And so he's making comments that she can hear and she's like, Who did like who Yeah. Yeah. Who is that? Who's making you know, who in yeah. this room is making those comments? That's super yeah. funny. <laughs> Just, just the way I relate it, right? I, I just, I, I feel like I just really communicated how funny that is. I feel mm-hmm. like everyone's laughing right now because of my, uh, my retelling of that scene. No, sure, um, yeah. no. Um, Sam persuades her to warn Molly that she is in danger. Mm-hmm. Um, to clear up Molly's skepticism, Otome relays information that only Sam could know. Right, because she's like, you know, she feels, initially when she's contacted, she feels like, what a cruel prank. Right. <laughs> right. Like, but, why are you, why are you, why are you praying on me right now? Mm-hmm. Right? Some, some psychic who's saying, oh, I can connect you to your late lost, um, you know. Love of. Yeah, your, your, your fiance. Mm-hmm. Um right hoping that someone would go, oh yeah i'll give you whatever i'll give you i'll give you whatever you want i just you know i got to i got to talk to my sam again but no right. she's like no go away leave me alone um and then yeah through through the use of saying things that only sam could possibly know mm-hmm. um still i th- i think molly's still skeptical but she oh big time she's confused enough by how otome could know these things Hmm. That she she embraces it. Right. Um Molly later gives Willie's address to Carl, hmm. who volunteers to investigate. So she's talking to Carl, she says she tries to tell him, you know, Sam's Sam's around, he, he's a ghost, he's mm-hmm. he's trying to communicate with me. Carl is um, you know, he pulls a real James Marsden here. It's just a total <laughs> <laughs> right that, mm, sure he, he tom he tom cruises the situation he's just a total Ooh. asshat wow. and he like you know yeah he's just rude he's like you know that stuff how could you how I, like i'm surprised that you would be the, that you're this crazy that you would right. buy into this just kind of goes quack. off on her yeah yeah um and she said he, he even had a name right he had a name mm. of the person that attacked him Willie Lopez. Willie Lopez. And in this moment, without <laughs> giving anything away to Molly, sure, Carl's face <laughs> ends up somewhere upside down inside of his stomach. Sure, the cold sweats and, are starting, and he just like, like, yep. becomes anxiety ridden, and sure. you can see it, even though yep. his face doesn't change. Like it's a, it's a. It's a masterfully acted moment. Sure, yeah. Um, because he doesn't go, <gasps> like, mm-hmm. it's not like some gasping really super obvious. He just, you can mm-hmm. you can instantly see this this sense of panic in his mm-hmm. face. But he, he says, let me, let me go look into this. Mm-hmm. Um, which he, which to Molly is presented as um, a friendly thing, as a, he's sure. going to help me out. He's going to yep. look into this for me. Yep. Um, she then goes to the police who have no file for Willie. None. But you know who they, they do show have her a file they for. show her Ode- Odame's lengthy one yeah. as a forger and a con artist. So Odame mm-hmm. 
Odomay's been doing some some sketch sketchy shiz. Some shady things. Um, some shady things. Because mm-hmm. I mean, you know, girls gotta eat. And well, and I mean, she has been a fraud, so she's got to, like, it's not like she can actually rely on her talent up to this point, right? Well, I mean, really, like, in Otome's defense, mm-hmm. if you're unfortunate enough in life to not be able to commune with spirits, mm-hmm. then, I mean, you need to break the law. That's what, I yeah, feel that's like, exactly I feel it. like that, apl- that, that applies for everyone. Like, I don't, like... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, kids... You know, if you're not a sidekick, you're a pickpocket. Like, you got there's, you know, mm-hmm. what other options are there? Yeah. And most oh, okay. would, most capitalism. In, as a side note, most would lean towards the pickpocket label. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Sam follows Carl and is mm-hmm. devastated to learn that he and Willie are working together. Yeah. So, this is the moment where, mm-hmm. again, like Patrick Swayze's acting in this moment. Right. Because this this realization, and, and, and in in that moment, I find myself, I find I put myself in Sam's headspace mm. and try to like, what would he be feeling? What is he thinking in this in this moment? This, this like horrified swirling of emotions, right? That the reason you're dead is because of your best friend, right? Yeah, who is now obviously again like is a bad guy, mm-hmm. and is the main comfort and consoler of your fiance. Right. Yeah. Right. And oh, and yeah. you don't stand a damn chance at, at doing anything about Th- it. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. yeah. You're helpless. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, Carl is laundering money for drug dealers. And he and Willie rob Sam to get the apartment key, which Carl uses to obtain Sam's book of passwords and transfers the money into a single account under the fictitious Rita Miller. Listen here, Carl. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Um, Sam learns from... Sam learns from a violent poltergeist haunting the subway system how to use energy to move objects. So I've got a question about this. Okay. So, like, I just don't understand this physical reality of you can't, like, move a doorknob. You can't move a bottle cap on the side of the road unless you physically, not even physically, like, you, you know, he learned how to, like, will it and, like, focus all his energy. I just don't understand how in this universe, like, a ghost can jump on a train and be moved. So, how can a ghost jump on a physical train and be interacting with a physical like piece of earth without willing it and being interacting with it? Or how can a ghost even just walk around on a flight of wooden stairs without just falling through? Like, what's You're different? The, than, what's the difference between a bottle cap and a train? You you are the worst kind of person right now. That's awful. I'm, You're I'm just not. picking this like it's you. I feel it like. Me. I really like that had you that had you I've I never thought of that until now I yeah. feel like that's just kind of one of those you know because you go well how did he not f- just fall through the ground and end up in the subway system right. how is he not just in the center of the earth right now like I yeah I, I, I don't know I yeah I I I don't I don't know <laughs> like I really don't um yeah. 
And and I don't think Neither do you I. Know, maybe it's a plot hole, but I feel like there's oh, few people. I'm and I'm not classifying this into the point of a plot hole. Like don't oh, okay. don't get me wrong. Like I love this movie, and I'm not saying, boy, if this question had been actually resolved, this movie is in the pantheon of best movies of all time because it it's a very good movie and it is a classic. I'm just saying this was like a fact that I was just couldn't get my mind off of. Right. Okay, that's fair. Um, I think in this scene, um, because you kind of get the sense, like, the the scene ends with the poltergeist getting really confused and angry and lost Mm -hmm. and paranoid. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think Sam, I think in this moment, Sam's kind of perceiving this as the, this is like... Damage is done by... Because in the street, when he's shot, mm-hmm. Sam has a moment that, like, the light appears. Sam has a moment to go into the light. Right. And he doesn't. He stays mm-hmm. behind for Molly. Right. Because she says, don't um, leave me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think, I think maybe, you know, Sam's having a moment here where he's realizing it's not good to stay. Like, mm. I will start to deteriorate right yeah the longer i'm you know like it's not natural for me to still be here this this isn't a long-term solution and that's going to take its toll Mm -hmm. i'm going to become him him yeah yeah um sam then persuades otome to help him thwart carl Mm. there's that word again thwart yeah, good use of the word for good that's a good that's a good American word. Carl, before <laughs> uh before Carl can transfer the money for his clients, sure. Odeme impersonates Rita Miller. Mm-hmm. Yes. Closes the account mm-hmm. and reluctantly gives the four million cashiers <laughs> check yep. to a charity. Not just any charity, mm-hmm. but the nuns. Nuns canvassing on the side of a road. Which can I say if there's if if there was ever a moment for a nun to say, holy shit. <laughs> That's the time? Like, this could have been this could have been the moment. I don't, did they, I don't did really know Did they say that how. in the movie? No. Okay. No, but... but You're saying but, if there ever was. Yeah. But, but, if, but if she did, could you blame her? No. Right? That's a... No, you're absolutely right, sister. Holy shit. Like, four million dollars? <laughs> That's going to buy a lot of orphanages right there. Yeah, that's right. Because that's mm-hmm. all the nuns do. What? I don't know what nuns do, but... Yeah. Anyway. Um, uh, as Carl desperately searches for the money... Mm. And he Sam, is... Now he's starting to lose his crap. He's like freaking he, out. Yeah. And like sweat no. just dripping everywhere. Well, because you realize, you know, up until this point... Mm-hmm. Carl's kind of been the guy pulling the strings. Right. Oh, big time. Yeah. But you realize that Carl is also just a puppet. That, He's a middleman, yeah. That if Carl doesn't get this money, it's not just, you know, it's it's not just a matter of Carl doesn't get his trip to to Cancun. Right. It's He's someone. Dead. Someone's gonna break Carl's legs. Like this if, is if if, if know, not more. If not more. Yep. His legs and his arms. You know. 
or even uh, more. Yeah, so, so he's freaking out. Sam reveals his presence by typing his name on the computer board. This is Which really would cool. be terrifying. It's a cool haunting moment. It's yeah, like, it is. What's Dude, he say? He's like, I know what you did or something. Uh, or like Bad Carl or something. Or Bad Carl. Yeah. 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 There are some scenes, not that, like that would be terrifying if I was like living the moment and my name came across the screen, but there were some like kind of spooky scenes like throughout, scattered throughout this movie, like when uh, Patrick Swayze like was kind of dying in the street and then like he wakes up in his bed and then like there's just flash scenes here and there. Like they're for like a heartwarming romantic movie when at the beginning when you said it was like a horror movie with what have you, like it, there's some... There's some dark scenes in this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Sam. Carl goes to Molly, mm. who reveals that she spotted Odome closing an account at the bank. Hmm. And she says something like, and it turns out, you know, she's such a scam artist. She's whatever. She, mm. she, 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 she did me wrong. Um, yep. And it turns out that Otome is not even really her name. It's it's like Rita Miller. <laughs> and, and 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 Carl's just like, ooh, what? Yeah. Like like I I I what? I gotta go. I gotta you know. I need to leave. I need to leave now. There's an issue at the bank. I can't tell you what it is. I just have to. Go. Um, sorry. I tried making out with you. On, okay, honest to goodness, is if we didn't have enough reasons to hate the murderous Carl, that he was a sleazebag already, that whole scene where he's, like, at the house or the apartment and he, like, spills coffee on himself like a horn dog, and then he just takes his shirt off, like... Yeah, the, he's the, like... The meeting he that intent- took... Yeah, the meeting that took place with these screenwriters, like, all right, we get that the audience hates him. How do we take it to the next level? Hit on the mournful widow. Well, because he's like, he's like, I'm gonna pour coffee on my shirt so that I can show her my 12 percent body fat. Like, what? Honestly, like what? It's Honestly. not like he takes it off and he's got like a six pack. He's just like, <laughs> he's it's literally. The scene is like, look, sweetheart, I'm 35 and I've managed to stay relatively lean. I said no to the extra Twinkie. Like he's not, like there's no right. right. It's not like Arnold Schwarzenegger or something like taking your shit off and like you go, "Wow." Like he's, Yeah, there's no well, there, yeah. there was no let me have you now moment. It was like, no, oh, "Okay, no. yeah." I mean, there, if any if anything right. there was a hey, like let leave my house now moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um Hmm. Um so he Carl? goes. Yeah. yeah, so Carl and Willie go to Otome's place. Right. But Sam warns her and her sisters mm-hmm. to take shelter. Sure. When Willie arrives, Sam spooks him, causing him to flee into the street in a fit of panic before being struck and killed by an oncoming car. Which, honest to goodness, like, when I was watching that, I'm like, well, whatever happened you know, to Willie it was just terrifying. Yeah. Like, just yikes. Shadowy creatures emerge from the darkness to draw Willie's ghost down to hell. When I was Basically. a kid, sure, um, there were always, and I don't know if this is true of everyone, but this was true okay. of me. Sure. Um, in my dreams, there were, 
like even even if I were having separate like different dreams, it was like there were there were laws of my dream world that hmm. were consistent through like laws of physics that were consistent throughout all of my dreams. Interesting. Um, one of them being that if I fell down, I became paralyzed. Like if, I, if for some reason I got pushed over, I hit the ground, I wouldn't be able to f- physically get myself back up, hmm. which is scary. You're like, you know, you're yeah. having these dreams, you're like nine years old, eight sure. years old. Yeah. The other was if at any point I was too loud, huh. like if I, if I were to yell, if I were to go over a certain decibel, right. Right. these black shadowy creatures would come get me. What? Yeah. That is very alarming. <laughs> It was super. It's a it child. Was, it's like terrifying. That, yeah. And I mean, I, I had seen ghosts, so that's sure. where the, that's where the image of these. You okay. Know. Yeah. So that'd be more terrifying if you just had that out of the blue, but it's still oh, yeah. terrifying and, and as a kid. The, for and, sure. and then I saw ghosts, and I was like, "Oh my god! Like what? <laughs> What's here? What right. is actually happening?" Right Wait now? a minute. Um, Did, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Sam and Oda may return to the apartment where mm. by levitating a penny into Molly's hand, he convinces Molly that Otome is telling the truth about him. Sure. Kind of a breathtaking emotional scene. For sure. Um, I think I got a little choked up here. So, so just clarify to me, this is the scene. He's like pushing like, the penny up the door. But, and is it the same scene where eventually like... Um, he enters Odome and then they're like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I enjoy the scene throughout. And then at that kind of peak where they're like, it it cuts to them holding hands again and they're embraced. It's like, oh boy, here. here." Yeah. So, so Odome allows Sam to possess her body. Sure. Um, so that she, so that he and, and Molly can share a slow dance together. Sure. And Um, that dang emotional music just plays again. Yeah. Um, Carl breaks into the apartment, but Sam is too exhausted from the possession to fight Carl. Mm. Um, The woman escapes onto the fire escape. Mm -hmm. The women escape onto the fire escape um, to a loft under construction, but Carl catches Otome and holds her at gunpoint, demanding the check. And she's like, like, seriously, I gave it away. I gave it to charity. (laughs) Like, go to the nuns on 9th Street. They've got it. And yep. to be fair, he genuinely doesn't believe her. He goes, what kind of crazy? <laughs> right. Like, no, you didn't. You didn't give no. $4 million. You're like, you're lying to me. You kept it for yourself. Sure. Um, demanding the check. Sam recovers and pushes Carl off of her, prompting Carl to take Molly as hostage and hmm. plead with Sam for the check. Sam mm. disarms Carl and attacks him again. Carl tries to escape through a window and tosses a suspended hook at Sam, but the hook swings back, shattering the window and causing it to slide down, fatally impaling Carl with the glass shard. Yep. The shadowy creatures who came for Willie return to claim Carl's ghost for Mm -hmm. hell. Yep. And it's just like such a, like, screw you, man. (laughs) Like, (laughs) although, you know, in this scene you realize too, like Sam... Sam's reaction is he doesn't like he would have preferred Carl didn't die. Yeah, like he's he's I my interpretation is he's just emotional. Like of everything that's happened, 
equally as just as sad is that he's lost a friend or he's been betrayed by a friend. Well, right? and, and bottom line is Sam's just not a murderer. Right. Right? Like, yeah. like through and through, Sam stays a good guy the whole time. Sure. You know, even after all the horrible things that happens to him. Right. Um, Sam asks the women if they are all right. Molly is now able to see and hear him. Mm. And a heavenly light shines into the room, illuminating Sam's presence. Realizing that it is time for him to go with his task now completed, he and Molly share a tearful goodbye. Yeah, that's that's for sure. <laughs> and one final kiss, where neither mm. of them puckered. They just kind of like share the same mouth space for a couple of minutes. Um, What's wrong with that? I I don't know. Finally having a proper closure between them, Sam thanks Otome for her help and then walks into the light and onward to heaven. Mm. Um, And and then there's literally no follow-up after that. It's just kind of the the credits roll. Yep. The story's over. Something this plot kind of leaves out, which, I mean, I guess there's not a lot to talk about, but it's just such an iconic scene Mm -hmm. with the pottery. Sure. And Unchained Melody playing. Yep. And it's just like, you know, it's it's one of those things that transcends, like it's been spoofed so many times. Oh, it is It is such a pop culture reference now. Yeah, you're right. Like it's in yeah. so many things. It's just, it's, it's, it's just, yeah, it's become, it's become its own. Yeah. People, people who haven't seen Ghost. Right. St- still know this scene. I, I, as a side, like, I'm in agreement with you. Like, I only saw this movie for the first time maybe two, three years ago. And I, like, I kind of chuckled when the clay scene started just because I, my only experience with it was in comedic kind of parodies. And then obviously that turned really quickly because I was like, okay, this is an emotional scene. But yeah, it's in everything. Yeah, for sure. Do you have, uh, do you have trivia? I do. Okay, the first is... They're both going to blow your socks off, so I hope you're ready. The first... Okay. Well, I'm not wearing socks. Oh, my God. Would you... Did you read the memo about socks? Goodness sakes. I didn't. The first... How many deaths do we see in this film? Um... I mean, right off the bat, I want to say three. Okay. But hmm. four. Four? Can yeah, you name four. Them? Um so Sam. Yep. Willie. Mm-hmm. Carl. Okay. And then the wife of the old guy in the hospital. Um So you're right in the number, but you're wrong. The we don't actually see that woman die. We see a man dying in the emergency triage room. We don't see that woman die. I don't think so. It's a it's a it's a dark. um, Uh, Okay, yeah, it is. You're you're right. It's at the hospital, but it's still at the hospital. Like I'm still thinking the same scene. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, Okay. I'll, I'll give you almost full marks on that. The other question. So this one. It starts off with um, kind of ghost is the focal point, but it kind of transcends ghost and it's more of a film question. So this one I think you'll really need to strap on for, okay? So Whoopi Goldberg um, was nominated and 
actually won uh, an Oscar for this film. She won Best Supporting Actor Actress. Um, I guess it would be 19... How does the Oscars work? Would it be in 1991 that she won the award? Because this movie came out in 90? Regardless. Yeah, yeah. So she would have won it in, in February of 91. 91, um, right. Okay. But it would have been the Oscars celebrating the films from 1990. 90. Right, okay. So she won uh, an Oscar for Best Supporting Act- Actress. Whoopi Goldberg was the second African-American to win the Best Supporting Act- Actress Oscar. Do you know when the first African-American woman was to win Best Supporting Actress? No, I really don't. And, you know, it's it, it's a really random question, right? So I, I'll even take, like, just give me a time range. Like, do you think, I, I want to guess. So do you think it was like 1970s? Do you think it was 1804? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it was the year before. Interesting. So, like, 1989-ish, 1990? Yeah. So, it's not. It's from the previous and the first time was in 1939. Oh, wow. Can you guess the movie? No, I know. I don't know many. No. I'm I'm not going to know it. Gone with the Wind. Oh, okay. I haven't seen Gone with the Wind. Hattie but, McDaniel in 1939 was the first African American woman to win Best Supporting Actress, and it wasn't until 1991 that Whoopi Goldberg became the second African American woman to win the award. Huh? Yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. Now you know. Um. Yeah, that's the trivia. Sweet. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks for trivializing. Just, just next me. week, wear socks. I want. Sorry. Yeah, anyway. Sorry. That's okay. Um, so scale of one to ten, where where are you ranking Ghost? Um, I ranked it at. Before I tell you that, actually, the one other thing I want to say is 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 heartwarming as it was when that they could communicate their affection for each other with Ditto. It was just kind of like, like when she called him on it, she's like, "You never actually say I love you. You just say Ditto." And it's like, dude, she has a point. Like, just well, I mean, they totally just ripped off Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> I, I guess to a, a degree, but I, I, as heartwarming as it was, the different times where like she she realizes, oh, he's actually here because you know, Whoopi Goldberg communicated ditto to me, so it has to be him. It's also just kind of like at the beginning of the movie, dude, just. If you love her, just tell her. If not, that's a different conversation. Anyway, yeah. back to the what I gave this movie out of ten. I gave it an eight point three. Wow, yeah, definitely. It's good. I would see this movie in theaters. Um, I I wasn't as choked up the second. So this is the second time I've seen it. I wasn't as choked up, um, but I definitely was. It's a very emotional movie, and it's a classic. Can't argue. Um, what did you give it out of 10? I gave it an 8, right on the nose. Nice. So we're yeah. pretty close. Pretty close. Mm-hmm. And, and I wouldn't say, like, I wouldn't necessarily say that I liked it 
any less than you. I just think you have hmm. a messed up rating system. So it's mess messed up or measurable. Unique. Measurable. Quantifiable. Okay. Unique. <laughs> True. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, what'd you watch? So I watched your recommendation of Paddington. And or is it Paddington Bear or is it just Paddington? It's just Paddington. Just Paddington. Um, you know what? I it's all right. Um, I probably would never have like I maybe would have watched it eventually, but obviously you recommending it led me to it sooner than I. My I haven't seen it yet. It it had some funny moments. It had some witty moments. I was surprised by that. Um, it, you know, it is what it is. It's just a simple, cute movie. What it didn't have is an answer, or at least a hint, of what's to come in Paddington 2 and why it made the top 100 movies right. of the what 2010s. What makes Paddington 2 so damn good. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, but overall, it was all right. It was, it was okay. Um, the only other movie I watched is my recommendation to you. Uh, so I hope you haven't seen it. It's it's just a movie that you're going to watch once and probably never watch again. Um, but I like it because, one, James Franco. And two, it's just kind of a heist movie with just a bit of a different spin on heist movies. Um, I guess you could call it, it's either a fusion or just a different take. Maybe a bit of each, maybe one over the other, you can decide. Uh, but it's called The Vault. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've, I've never heard of it. Cool. Never even yeah, it's, heard of I it. I think it's, uh, it's not like a mainstream movie, but it's on Netflix. Oh, yeah. that's even easier. I like when they're on Netflix. Yeah, me too. <laughs> makes it makes it much easier to... <laughs> Track it down. And to, to, to get a hold of it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what did you watch this week? I watched all the movies, man. I watched so many movies this week. <laughs> like... So many movies. I watched uh, what I watch. What I watch. I watched um, Signs. Nice. What you think? Um, it was good. I mean, it's M Night. Sh- M Night Shyamalan rarely has a bad movie, with the right. exception of The Last Airbender. That's um, yeah. That's yeah. Agreed. And so it was good. I mean, I I don't want to talk about it too much because anyone who hasn't seen it. You know, this is a film that's really hurt by spoilers. Sure. Um, but, yeah. No, I'd, I mean, it was good. I hmm. I didn't I didn't see the twist coming. Like, sure. I knew a twist was coming. Sure. But I couldn't figure out what it was. This That movie, maybe like 10 or 15, more like 15 years ago, was probably in my top three. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I, it's super good. I've I've watched it. It maybe hasn't aged as well. Like I, I I don't dislike it. It's just probably not in my top three anymore. Um, had Mel Gibson kind of before I went off the deep end. But Joaquin Phoenix is solid. Yes. And, oh yeah. Um, well, and like and everything, everything he does. And the the other thing the I like about the movie is the soundtrack is part of the storytelling. Yes. Like the it just it builds things up it kind of mellows things down it tenses you up like it it is an equal part of the storytelling james newton howard just hits a home run absolutely yeah Yeah, no it was fantastic good i'm Um, I'm glad you liked it um 
I watched a hot piece of trash called I Love You Man. <laughs> oh yeah, it's yeah, it's it is what it is. It's not It's it's it was it's I mean it's a it's consistent with all the comedies that were made around that time. Oh, for like sure. Like it's it's not anything hilarious. I never laughed out loud. No. I never, it's, you know, it was it was kind of it's I I stick it in the category of things you can put on and forget about. Right? Oh, you can just kind for of sure. you can kind of have it on in the background. If if you go to the kitchen to get a snack, don't bother pausing the DVD. Don't pause it. It's, yeah, yeah, just it's not a big deal. Just keep going. If if Rush wasn't in it and if Paul Rudd wasn't in it, I definitely would not have rewatched that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um then on February 2nd, that's a really specific you you never give me specific dates of what you watch something so on, i'm curious on, on february 2nd i watched the only movie that you can watch on february 2nd uh which is groundhog day oh yes yeah with bill murray is so uh, good it's yeah. so good and like and troubling like different things have spoofed this different things have hmm. referenced this um right. there's an episode of supernatural where yeah it's the same he's in like a bed and breakfast and he wakes up every morning and it's the same song playing on the radio and he's trapped in this world um cool but i i always forget how dark groundhog day gets hmm like Hmm. he starts trying to kill himself right right yeah that's definitely not what people remember about it no it's 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 rough and so what's interesting is um let me see here there was a there was a thing there was a thing about how long he was trapped mm. in that loop um, oh like some okay and it's it's crazy it's hmm. like it's like uh, oh, here it is. Okay, are you ready for this? How, ready. What would be your guess? What would be your guess? You've seen it's, the movie. It's been a while since I've seen it, so my guess is going to be so like I don't even know. I mean, what they, my guess they, would they be. okay. They probably show you. They probably show you twelve mornings, twelve sure. instances. But yeah. but you know, like he's learning to play piano, and he's like right. things are happening over the course of. But what what would be your guess? I don't. Oh, how many okay. how many days did Bill Murray wake up and it was. February 2nd and it was the exact same thing and he was stuck in this loop I'm just gonna guess like this is so random a hundred days no eight years Ooh. eight months and 16 days so for almost a, for no. almost nine years he woke huh. up and it was the same day every day which yeah mm. and then you go like no wonder he tried to kill himself like right. what, like I guess the original plan was to have him trapped for 10,000 years, but then they were like, nah, this is that not, is, like, it's wow. not going to, you know. That's dark. Um, so watched that. Sure. Then I watched a movie. This was originally going to be my recommendation to you. Cool. And and I still want to recommend it. Not okay. as not as the contractual obligation you got to watch it thing. Sure. Um, but as a, like, do yourself a favor and watch this. Sure. It's a movie called Once. Hmm. Um, and I've seen it before, but it's it's an indie, super low budget, cool. super low budget, and and kind of leans into that. Doesn't try to be any bigger budget than it actually is. Um, 
And it's just about like two struggling songwriters that, you know, have a bit of a romance. Um, and in a lot of ways, I would put this movie in the same category as Lost in Translation. It gave, it gave me Ooh. strong Lost in Translation vibes. Interesting. Much lower budget. Yep. Like hand like handheld shaky cameras. Okay. Like Fair student enough. film type stuff. <laughs> I just want you to be prepared for how low budget right. it is. Yeah, just yeah, like just it, but it's, yeah. but it's good. Cool. Um and then the final one I watched. Mm-hmm. So what is that? That's five movies. That's the true. final one I watched. Um and my recommendation to you. Okay. I watched last night. Okay. Oh yeah. And this might this might edge out Joker as my favorite movie of 2019. Oh, I, I think I know where you're going with this. You, this only because you, you sprinkled some clues to me last night. I sprinkled night. some clues. So now that, yeah. now that I'm telling you the yeah. release date, now yeah. you're more. I so, I watched, so I watched a Taika Waititi film mm-hmm. called Jojo Rabbit. Right. And that's all I'm going to say. Okay. Watch it. That's the recommendation. It's so good. Okay. It's so good. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. Um, Do you have a shout out? I do. And I'm going to do it in tandem with something. So. Okay. I'm going to give you some movies that uh, the audience will vote on for our next voted episode. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. So okay. Uh, so the. So what is the what is the category? Yeah, What's the topic? I'm actually really glad you asked. So, the it's a series. It's a two part series. The first was movies I Peter had not seen, and you Brady were like Peter, you really need to see these movies or at least one of these movies that we vote on as a movie watching person. Right. So then you ended up watching Ghostbusters. Yep. Yep. Okay. So this is now my reciprocation of, okay, Brady, here are four movies that I feel you should have watched or should watch. And, and, and you've, had these, you've had these chosen for several weeks now and have been intentionally withholding them. Right. Right. <laughs> I've asked you a couple of times. So 90% is just because I want your reaction. And it, there might not be a reaction. 10% was, I have been doing shuffling. Like, even as late as this afternoon, I was kind of like, okay, maybe I'll do this one over that one, or what kind of pairing what I thought would be best. So, I there's a lot of ways I could go with this, right? There's a lot of ways you could have gone with mine, just because you, you picked, a, picked a specific kind of set of movies that, like, Pete, you should see these. I wasn't sure if I should go, like, historical, like, pick movies that I feel, like, laid foundation for modern cinema. Should I just pick random movies that I like that just I feel like most people have seen? I also had a conversation with a former guest of the show, who is my shout-out, which is Emily Mader. Ooh, okay. And I guess the best way you could describe my conversation with her and why we had it is sometimes it's easy to hurt the ones you love so okay so you know this isn't a big deal like it's not like i'm making you watch the worst movies of all time and you're gonna throw up in your mouth and like go off movies for the rest of your life 
Or at least I'm I don't so think you will. I'm so unsure about what's happening right now. It don't 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 hype it up. It's not that big of a deal. But I had a discussion with Emily and I said, Emily, what are some movies that we can agree on that Brady like most people should see and Brady has not seen? And what are the reasons why Brady hasn't seen them? So I'm just gonna list off some movies, four of them, that the audience will get to choose. I've and if you up- know if you know Brady you will pick up a certain theme about why these four movies were chosen. I'm so curious. I've pulled up a, I've pulled up a, the, the, my Facebook chat with her. So sure. like I'm, I'm, I'm posed and ready oh, to like she, give it, her shit. So <laughs> yeah, it, don't, don't hype it up. I think you'll be more disappointed and deflated. Okay. If anything. Okay. The I'm curious movie. to see. I'm, I'm curious to see if I can pick up a pattern. Like, I'm oh, curious to see you if you'll will. tell me all four oh. and I'll go, oh, no, yeah, like, of course I haven't seen it. It'll hit you in the face. Like, after I tell you the okay. first one, it'll hit you in the face. Okay. The first movie is a 1999 movie, which I think you should have seen, starring Bruce Willis called The Sixth Sense. Uh, okay. The second movie, a 2000 movie. So, okay, hang on. For the record, I don't yeah. hate Bruce Willis. Oh, I well, I mean, I don't like Die Hard. Sure. And I have heard from a very good reliable source, someone okay. who knows Bruce Willis, someone wow. who someone who Bruce Willis was at their wedding. Interesting. Um, so they work as a script doctor in Hollywood. Oh, cool. nice. Um so they basically scripts they work for Dreamworks. And so scripts oh. kind of come Cool. And land in their lap, and they fix them and do stuff to them before sending them back to the studio. Anyways, long story short, um, mm-hmm. apparently, he's an asshole. Apparently, oh. Bruce Willis is just not a nice, like, he's just a total oh. ass, and nobody okay. likes working with him. But anyways, okay, sure. so Six Sense, which Sixth Sense. I am interested in. I am sure. interested in. Um, yep. Brianne and I had a conversation about this the other night, because mm. uh, that's, the, that's the Haley Joel Osment, I See Dead People one. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's about all I know. Yep. Well, I th- okay. I think I know. I know the twist, mm, which sucks. I wish I didn't suck. know the twist. Yeah, but, but regardless okay. of if you do, it should be okay. Maybe six, so six cents. Six, six cents. cents. The next thing um, is another Bruce Willis movie from two thousand <laughs> called okay. Unbreak Unbreakable. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Unbreakable. Is yeah. this? This is. I think. I think. I. I think this is one I really want to see. This is the first one in the. The kind of series that's not really a series of right. Glass and Split. Yeah. So this. The, yes. This is an M Night, M. Night Shyamalan movie, and then there was kind of a follow up movie that just came out recently. Well, so Glass came out like four or five years ago now, which is the sequel, and then right. or no, sorry, Split came out. A couple of years ago, um, which is a follow-up, and it's got like um, James McAvoy in it. Um, That's a follow-up then, to this. Yes. Yeah, it's a three-part series. It's oh. a three-part series. So Unbreakable, sure. Split, and then Glass, and then Glass. Um, and, oh, okay. And, and and I haven't seen any of them, and sure. and they've been on my to they're do. on my list. Okay. Yeah, for sure. The next I movie. Hope, I hope that one wins. So far, out of the two, <laughs> I want that one to win. We'll see. The next movie. Jerry Maguire, starring Tom Cruise. Uh, 
Okay. And finally, the fourth movie, also starring Tom Cruise, Top Gun. Top Gun. Top yep. Gun. Yeah. Okay. And so the the common there were two common threads really. One, that I thought they had people that you hate more so Tom Cruise. The other thing yep. is they all have very recognizable movie lines and kind of like just phrases. Sure. That just are sure. go with that. So those are the four. I, I'm not heartbroken. There's there's definitely there's definitely ones on there. I hope don't win. Audience, and pick and up on those vibes and, then, and vote and then for then those movies. And then there's ones that I hope do win. Um, <laughs> Audience, you know what to do. That's yeah. That's interesting. I mm-hmm. uh, can I say sure. And you, I mean, you're welcome to disagree. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I would say. Mm-hmm. So your your list was. Uh, or is Unbreakable, Jerry yep. Maguire, yep. Top Gun, yep. and um, Sixth Sense. Yep. And I would say that probably the two most egregious ones, the ones that it's shocking and despicable that I haven't seen, <laughs> right. are probably Top Gun and Sixth Sense. Those are those are like the two yeah, yeah, bigger I, yeah, no, headline I, iconic films. I'd Jerry Maguire's up there. Yep. Um, I feel like I feel like Unbreakable of the as, four. As I think excited Unbreakable as, might be the lowest. Yeah, as as yeah. excited as I am to see it, I think maybe yep. it's the most niche. Yeah, um, oh, for, I would agree. Like if someone on the street said, "I've not seen that movie," I would have been like, "That's that's fine. That's okay." And so so let me let me say I. Mm-hmm. And and I mean this is this is completely subjective. Mm-hmm. My list, which was Terminator, mm-hmm. Ghostbusters, Space Jam, and yeah. Men in Black, mm-hmm. I would say that as a whole mm-hmm. was a slightly more egregious list. It was a it was a little more crazy that you hadn't seen Ghostbusters or Terminator. Like, yeah. like those just being really like culture forming films, right? Right. I'll be back and Hasta La Vista, baby. Like those are, you know, like. But whatever. Like I and and that's yeah. not like that. Do, no. That's not to that's not to invalidate your list at all. No, 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 no. I, I'm 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 celebrating the fact that they are <laughs> different types of lists. Right. I, I, I think it, but, you're, you're, yeah. I think you're right. Like it just comes down to subject subjectivity of film because, to me, the Jerry Maguire like you had me at hello, or I see dead people like the iconic lines in this movie are just so not to the same level. Like they didn't influence pop culture like Ghostbusters. Go, Ghostbusters is kind of its own thing, but you're you're right. There's kind of a Go, different Ghostbusters co- different genres with with these movies. Ghostbusters like surpasses just even being a movie. Like it's it's just its own. It's not yeah. even a movie anymore. It's just we 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 kind of got into this. Like if whether you grew up with it or kind of people came into it later in life, it's just kind of like one of those things that people just kind of like quote and just kind of just add to their daily life of banter and just yeah, it's it's not just a movie to them. Absolutely. So Emily Mater is your shout out. Emily that was the, like the longest shout out anyone's ever given. Hey, <laughs> that's all right. Uh, cool. I also have a shout out. Oh, nice. Who is um, it? 
is Carl Eastman, and it's Carl Eastman for two reasons. Ooh. Uh, well, for three reasons. I kind of kept thinking of Carl every time we said Carl in this episode. Yeah, yeah. So that's reason number one. Oh, cool. Is we talked about Carl a bunch in this episode. For, for and sure. in this episode, Carl is always referred to as an ass. Um, and, and so and so I just... No, no, no. So hang on. Hang on. Okay, so, right. so I just want to clear the air sure. and say that Carl Bruner yes. was a total ass. Yep, he was. Carl Eastman... Okay is only sometimes an ass right so there's like a di- there's a difference because carl was carl bruner was like a back snap backstabbing sniveling douche monkey right whereas carl sure. eastman is all in all a stand-up guy i think he is yeah can be a dick but we all can I, right like i'm i i, th- I sure. think i think it would be dishonest to say carl's never a dick because he is we all are I guess, but I don't think you right. have to point it out. Like you this don't have to point out no, the flaws it's, of it's, humanity with no, a shout it's, out. It's it's healthy, man. Like Pete, you're too, Pete, you're too tall. Yeah, that's you're, true. You're, you're too tall, right? Mm-hmm. And so now now you know, mm-hmm. and it's good. It's good for you to be knocked down a couple of well, in your case, literally knocked what? down a couple of inches, so, right? So, so what should I so, say to you? So those so that's that's reason number one. Reason number yeah. I'm, well, I'm too short. Oh, okay. Right. Um, reason number two mm-hmm. is uh, Carl. Every every morning, every Friday morning, Carl mm. and I play video games. Oh, cool! Um, and today, mm-hmm. Carl <clears throat> took some creative. Um, well, he would define creative and productive. I would define not so creative um, and not so productive liberties with our shared Minecraft house. And mm. I just want to say, I forgive you, Carl. You Forgiveness is our, good. You turned our beautiful masterpiece into a big gray turd, and I <laughs> and that's and that's okay. That's I okay. Like I forgive you. This is this reason, is the reason, longest shout out. Reason number three is Carl is going to be a guest in an upcoming episode. Which yes. I mean, I just mm-hmm. decided right now. Pete and I haven't talked about it. We haven't talked about it with Carl. There's literally mm. no plan. But what mm. a great way for Carl to find out. What a we, great you know he'll be, he'll be sitting in the bit. car. We well, talk, yeah, yeah, but it was mostly like, oh, "What do you think about that Carl guy?" So I'm <laughs> saying, I'm saying we should have Carl on the show, mm-hmm. which means mm-hmm. if the next six weeks, seven weeks, eight weeks pass and mm-hmm. Carl doesn't show up on the show, sure, that's because as soon as we finished recording this episode, Pete, Pete said to me, "Hey." Uh, <laughs> Let's let's not let's not have Carl on the show. That's that's so, not going to happen because we've so, been in so, group so chats my where words. we said Carl, come on back. So mark my words: if by the end of April, or if by the start of April, Carl's not on the show, mm-hmm. then it's because Pete hates Carl. Well, that's just false. No, no, that's why. No, no, no. That's the only. Well, then he'll be on the show, and you have nothing to worry about. Well, there's other scenarios. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. I reject. I reject that. Until next time. Bye bye. Mm-hmm.